Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Well, we're back. Welcome to episode 12. Welcome back. Uh, first, want to thank all of our listeners. After the last episode we did, episode 11, we are over 200 listens, so Woo-hoo! that's fun. That's good. Uh, this uh, episode and the next episode are really going to be all Halloween for the most part. Got big Halloween uh, coming up, so uh, hoping to really uh, touch on uh, maybe some nostalgia Talk about some movies, some costumes, candy, songs. Just kind of go over uh, oh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, do you have good memories of Halloween? I loved Halloween as a kid. Going trick-or-treating, watching TV specials, waiting for the little special symbol to go flying around and that drum, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like come yep. running in. You knew Ooh, something was coming on. Something's coming on. It's a special. Something special is happening. Yep, yep. Always a fun time. Good memories as a kid growing up, like you said. And even good memories with my own kids and good memories now starting with my grandkids. Yeah. I have no grandkids, but good memories with, with my own kids and uh, so, you know, coming over, going trick-or-treating uh, with you guys and your kids and ours and running around. And uh, Yeah, we'd have to go to the uh, wealthier neighborhood. Yes, you know, yes. we couldn't stay in the no. in the hood. <laughs> no. Well, we, you, know, you want the good candy. That's true. True. Because they did have some good stuff. You did there. have some good candy. But but we'll come to that. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was pretty good. I did a lot of traveling. I had to take my aunt back to Topeka, Kansas. So we left Friday night, drove all night, and uh, Saturday we turned around, came back here, and a lot of driving. Sunday, kind of just tried to recoup. <laughs> it's yeah. not like when I was younger; it was a lot easier. Now it's uh, if I if I do two full days of driving, I got to have a day off. So just kind of laid around and. Do you have any good food? Watch any anything on TV? No, I mean we went to uh, Pumpkin Patch, got some uh, apple donuts on Sunday, and then went to the popcorn store and got a little bit of popcorn. And uh, I stepped on the scale today, and it's like I'm up a few pounds, so now I'm I'm back on a real stringent diet. I'm trying to watch all my calories, so that's going to stink until until Thanksgiving now. So I'm going to cut myself off now and just. uh, Try to try to get back down. Me too. After just having a big plate of tortellini, <laughs> it looked good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. You guys can probably tell. Uh, I've managed to pick up yet another cold already this season, which is crazy because we're only in October, and I just had one like two weeks ago. So <clears throat> I don't know. My family seems to be passing around colds or something, and uh, hopefully you don't get it. And uh, I'll try not to share it. Uh, Me or the podcast, the audience. Uh, well, yeah, I don't want to come through the, you know, <laughs> through the airwaves, through the uh, phones. I almost said MP3 player. That's not even a thing anymore. Uh, but through the phones, yeah. I almost said we, we put a mask on the microphone, so you're safe. All yeah. of the germs won't uh, won't get through. Yeah. I'm actually sitting here in a complete uh, oh, uh, what, like, <laughs> suit. Yeah, like the radioactive suit. <laughs> radioactive suit. Yeah, chem suit. So. Yes, I'm trying to face kind of the other direction. So. And I appreciate that effort. So yeah, but uh, but other than that, having a cold, uh, so that gave me some opportunity to lay around this weekend and do nothing because I had planned on doing a lot of things and and of course got nothing done. But I did watch. Uh, we rewatched the Blu-ray of Zombieland because Zombieland Two is coming out and uh, we kind of want to see that. So we watched Zombieland the first one to kind of 
get refamiliarized with it. It's been a few years since we've seen it, so never seen it. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of Woody Harrelson, pretty good. Um, <clears throat> it's better than I thought it was. It 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 is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's a zombie movie, sure. so it's got some comedy in it though, which we always like. Uh, and then we went up to uh, for supper one night. We went up to Tan Lin in Peoria, which is a good Vietnamese place. Mm-hmm. Uh, had the buffet there; it was awesome. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much the weekend. Uh, it was a lot of laying around. <laughs> Just didn't do a whole lot. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, except for when you got a cold and you feel like you should be out doing stuff. That's frustrating. Yeah, so, that, that can be. So yeah, that's all I got with that. Um, so yeah, I think we're gonna get started. Last week, I you know I I started out with a gripe, and I'm gonna do it again this week. I said we might share these every week or so, and uh, I did mention last week that our usual gripe was is with uh, drivers or customer service most of the time, and I tried to pick one this week that isn't with either of those. Good little yeah. variety going. <clears throat> so my my gripe this week is with YouTube. <clears throat> So stop right there. Is that just (laughs) (laughs) YouTube in general? That's it. No, I just, it's, it's gotten more and more frustrating that, well, you know, my penchant for hating advertising as it is, I hate ads. Well, now not only do you got to listen to an ad at the beginning of a video, it has now turned into most time, at least two ads at the beginning of the video. And where it used to a little button used to pop up, say skip ad. It does that now, maybe on one of those. But you gotta listen to the other one. One second, Greg. Uh, for any, if you ever get thirsty, uh, go out, grab yourself a nice ice cold Coca. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so something like that. You're right in the middle of a thought, and boom. Yeah, and it and it's happening too now. Where you know I've queued up a nice playlist. I'm listening to it, and about a, the third of the way through a song, another ad pops up while I'm listening to the song, and it's like I don't want the song disrupted with an ad. Um, I can understand it between the songs, even like okay, fine. It's it's a free service. I get it. You got to make money, but during the song, that should not be allowed. Like, let's, yeah, at least get through the song. That's like going to a movie and right at the you know one of the most important parts, it just cuts away and come on down to the snack bar. <laughs> it's like, no, what are you doing? Yeah, and I say all this about ads hesitantly because I do know that maybe someday if we keep doing this podcast and. We would like to try to maybe make a little money from it. We would probably have to resort to having an advertiser or something. In which but, case, we will change our rant to there are not enough ads and they all should be longer. That's right. <laughs> so I may have to eat crow on that, but right now we're ad-free so I can complain about it. That's right. So my other gripe with YouTube is it's primarily I've noticed on my phone. Um, I'm going to throw Apple under the bus on this one too because of something you showed me is... When I'm listening to that said playlist again, and I, you know, it's got some nice good Kansas or sticks going on, and it's jamming along, and I pick up my phone and I flip over to, let's say, the weather. You know, I look at the mm-hmm. weather. Well, my my music stops playing, and, or whatever. If I'm, you know, I jump over, I'm sitting on the couch and I got some music playing, and I want to check Facebook. Jump over to Facebook, the music stops playing. Go back to YouTube, it starts playing, and it's like that wasn't always a feature, and. Um, you showed me on your Android that you can open two screens and still listen to YouTube and browse other things. Yep. I have not seen a way to do that on an iPhone 7. 
Uh, I haven't dug into it. I know you mentioned maybe the iPhone 10. I thought I, I thought I read where I, uh, the iPhone 10. That's the new feature they're going to have. Or is that the 11? Oh, well, maybe it's the 11. Because I think the 10's out. Yeah, the 11 is going to have this new feature that will allow you to have multiple screens open. Yeah. So then you'll be up to where I was three years ago. <laughs> well, they have come out with the two-button mouse now. Yes. I think, for the uh, Apple products. Apple is cutting edge right now. So, uh, so yeah, um, that, that's my complaint this week. It's not a major one. It's just, you know, it's little inconveniences that uh, things used to work this way and now they work this way. And the, the problem is, is whenever these changes are made, our service is worse than it was. <laughs> I'm uh, sure they've got some way to, to twist it so that it actually is benefiting you. But uh, we'll have to figure that out, I guess. I guess so. But anyways, that's my gripe. And I guess if that's all I've got to complain about, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's a good gripe. I, I agree with all of the, the gripe that you had there. It is annoying. And if they're not careful, we'll take our service to somewhere else for free. I know. I might start listening to it. I mean, I do listen to Pandora. And they've got the ads, too, but I won't go off on them right now. Well, let's go ahead and start. We'll get into our Halloween stuff now. Like I said, this is going to be pretty, pretty Halloween-heavy for the rest of the podcast. And uh, i just thinking, you know, we have the Halloween season... You've got Halloween parties and Halloween maybe get-togethers. Or even in the fall, you start getting, before Halloween, some weenie roast. Put up some decorations. Put up some decorations. Um, but you also want a playlist, a Halloween playlist. So I kind of we kind of came up with a couple of, a two, two Halloween playlists and maybe a, with a couple of honorable mentions. The first one we're going to get into, it's going to be more real songs. By real, I mean commercial. They were out on the radio. They're, they're kind of real songs. The second list... I came up with and, and you kind of we kind of collaborated, collab, well, yeah, whatever collaborated collaborated with was the the novelty songs and they were more popular, you know, in the fifties, sixties, seventies, even into the eighties, some, but but the, the kind of the more kitschy, fun novelty Halloween songs. So, yeah, yeah uh, have there been? Have there been? It'd be interesting to search. I really haven't dug into it. Uh, are there more current novelty songs that I haven't thought about or I'm missing? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I don't know who out there is putting to, putting out any novelty songs anymore. But yeah. that used to be a big a big niche. You'd have the one hit wonders and they had some novelty fun songs. So yeah. But we'll we'll touch on those. But we'll get into like I said, the first one, uh, commercial, uh, commercial songs. So we've got we got ten here, our top ten of what we came up with, and I'm sure. Listeners out there, all of you guys will probably be screaming at your radio of somebody that we missed or or your device, however you're listening to us. Oh, you should have picked this one or that one. Again, feel free to email us. It's funny at comic.com or you can uh, direct message us at our Facebook page. It's funny. That makes it okay. Um, so if you have any other uh, songs out there you feel that we missed, please feel free to let us know. But I'm going to start off here. So... We got our 10. I'm going to start at 10. We'll go to 1. And what we tried to do is we come up with uh, likability of as far as what we liked. Also, how popular they were. How long were they on the charts? How, how how often are they played now? And some of these we don't know as far as how long they were on the yeah. charts. We made it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it sounds good. Uh, but number 10, we have Abracadabra by Steve Miller. Yep. Uh, was a good song. This is where I wish we could play clips. I will put links to all of the songs that I can find uh, out there on our page, so feel free to go check those out. But the Steve Miller Band, they, they did Abracadabra. It was a fairly popular song in the, I believe, the mid-80s, early 80s, kind of yeah, 82, yeah, I would think, somewhere 80s, in that. 80s that, song, that yeah. area. 
And to, to stay right in that kind of the same uh, genre, or this is not genre, but that same time frame, uh, our number nine song uh, is Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Or we may have to credit Huey Lewis because I believe there was a little kerfuffle after that. Uh, I think Huey Lewis sued them saying that they uh, cop or plagiarized the... Um, uh, uh, I want a new drug, and it drug out in courts, and then they end up having to pay him. Oh, yeah, I guess that does have that uh, same pattern and yep. tone. Or and whatever. I actually heard this, uh, I don't remember if I heard this on the news or at another podcast, but because I always wonder, like, I mean, it sounds a little similar to that, but the uh, the people that, that made the movies that were coming up with the soundtrack, I guess they actually went to Huey Lewis at first and and asked him to make a song. And he he's like, what's it about? And they told him, he's like, nah, I ain't got time to do that. And so they moved on to Ray Parker Jr. And he came up with this. So I think he already had that, that thought, hey, they asked me to make this song. I said no. And now they came up with this other song. That sounds so, so I always wondered why he thought that that was a, a, a big ripoff of his song. Again, similar, the beat especially. But um, yeah, so I, I guess maybe that kind of put that, that bug in his ear when... When they asked him and he said no, and then they come out with one that he thinks sounds something similar to the something he's already put out there. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, our number eight song. We've got uh, Santana with a little Black Magic Woman. Black Magic Woman. Now, that song makes me think of uh, Guitar Hero with the PlayStation yep. 2. We had that yep. song, and I would play that song all the time. <clears throat> and when I, to this day, I hear that song, I can see the little yellow and green and red lines coming down. I'm and thinking, I gotta hit the too. button. Yeah. Ding, ding. Yep. <laughs> we had it on the Wii, though. We didn't boom, have the PlayStation. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I love that song. Great song. What year did that one come out? Do you know? Oh, Black Magic. I would say mid-70s. Probably yeah. 74, 76, somewhere uh, in there. Actually, you know what? It was recorded. Let's see. I, I well, was it, just says, it says 1968. but I don't think it was really. Well, that's, that's the original. So maybe it was redone. Yeah, I don't know when Santana brought that one out. But uh, so that was that was number eight, Black Magic Woman. Uh, number seven, we're going to stay in the seventies with "Spooky" by the Atlanta Rhythm Section. Now that's one of the versions. There's actually several versions. Dusty Springfield did a version. I believe you said that there was a, an original that was even older than that. Well, yeah, the the actual original song was actually an instrumental that was uh, written by. Let's see, did I have that written down? Uh, Mike Sharp or Shapiro, they called him, uh, and Harry Middlebrooks Jr. played, um, I'm sorry, Harry Middlebrooks Jr., those two guys wrote it, and uh, Shapiro played the song on the sax with a, with a combo, so it was actually kind of a jazz uh, instrumental with saxophone. Huh, but, cool. But yeah, then it was redone by, yeah, Interesting. By ARS and uh, a couple other people, Dusty Springfield, like you said. Uh, number six on our list, we're going with Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Yep, good, good song. Um, this is not a political statement at all, but I know on the Rush Limbaugh show, he has said before he got his start as a DJ, and he would talk about this song one time, because they'll, they'll play it as bumper music. Uh-huh. And one of his taglines, which I thought was awesome, he said whenever he would go to play that song, he'd say, coming up is uh, Superstition by Stevie Wonder, and then he would say, that's one black cat that can cross my path anytime. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know. That's so 70s, and it's just yeah. awesome, awesome uh, tagline there for that intro. You know, yeah, but Stevie Wonder did come across with a certain air of coolness about oh, him. Oh, yeah. He just had a, yep. he had that air, man. He, he did. Was, 
He was the guy. Number five, we've uh, got Werewolves of London. Warren Zevon. I like that one. That's a good song. I always thought that song was from the movie American Werewolf in London. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with that. But (laughs) for years, I always thought that was what that song was about. Which that, yeah, I think that song actually came out quite a bit before the movie. Yep. My favorite line in there. Yeah, I know what it's going to be. Saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vic's and his hair was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that line. It's like, why would you put that in there? That's awesome. I just love it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number five. The lick from that gets ripped off on the Kid Rock song, Yes, it does. Um, What is that, the Kid Rock song? The Summer... uh, I I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it. But it's got got that lick to it in, it in that song. Yes, it does. Number four. Another great song. Credence Clearwater Revival. Bad Moon Rising. Yep. I had this album, uh, the Chronicles album. It was like their greatest hits compilation album. I played the the daylights out of that album. Yeah. It was a great album. And that, that song actually was in the movie on American ah, Werewolf. we're tying it all together. <laughs> yeah, American Just Werewolf like we in London. It. Now, I think there was an American Werewolf in London that was an older movie. Okay. Um, and then there was one that was released in the, when was that? Probably the early 80s. 80s, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I believe the main character in there was also from the Dr. Pepper commercial, wasn't he? Wasn't that I think the he actor? was, yeah. You're a pepper, I'm a pepper. Dark haired guy. Pepper, she's yeah. a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper? To be a pepper. Drink yep. Dr. Pepper. Yep. Well, so, yeah, I just put a commercial in the middle of our yeah, podcast. We got another commercial. <laughs> well, well, I'll edit that out. <laughs> So yeah, the uh, that that was a good movie too. So if you're looking for a good Halloween movie, uh, we'll go ahead and throw that out there. American Werewolf in London, good movie. Yeah, number three, The Eagles, Witchy Woman, or witchy is it Witch woman. A Woman? I don't know. You got to ask Seinfeld Ooh, about that. <laughs> witchy Woman. There we go. Yeah. Got a little Witchy Woman going. Since we can't play clippets, you're forced to listen to uh, me Ketterwall here and try to sing. Yeah, and I guess the reason these are Halloween are the, you know, you got witchy woman, you got yeah, uh, Yeah, they're not really about Halloween necessarily. They're songs that you could put together to play for a Halloween party. Yeah, so yeah. A little on the darker side, maybe. Yep. Number two, Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper. Yep. I always thought that song needed a little more cowbell. Cowbell. Though. I was just going to say, it needs more cowbell. So, yeah, Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. And the number one song, whether you like it, you don't like it, yeah, I mean, you cannot, I don't know how you will have a list and don't put this on there, Michael Jackson's Thriller. And in the 82, I believe, no, was it 82 or 83? I think it was 82 when that came out. Uh, you know, I don't remember the year, but yeah, that's, that's in that ballpark. But it was the biggest album there was, and this song was everywhere. And that video was incredible at the time we watched it in school i remember we had a time they that we had to sign up had to have your parents sign a permission slip and we watched it it was a it's 13 minute long video and it was it was like a miniature movie yeah it really so, was it's like michael jackson don't like michael jackson uh, you know, whatever you think about him that was an, an incredible feat with that video and that song yeah it was and, and yeah the production on that and uh you know, you can never go wrong with Vincent Price's voice. Oh, that I love <laughs> Vincent Price's voice. And that laugh. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you, you know, 
Vincent Price could almost be synonymous with Halloween. <laughs> yeah, he could. He, he Weird dude. Yeah, Weird. he showed up. And I'm surprised we, I don't know, in all of our talking about Halloween and stuff, we really didn't even mention Alice Cooper. I but know. Vincent Price shows up in an Alice Cooper song. Yeah. He shows up. There's some movies from the 70s. Maybe I'll try to think, I'll pitch those out a little later when we talk about movies. And then uh, that was, so that was our top 10 songs that we came up with for your playlist. And I, we got a couple honorable mentions. Um, I got uh, Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. Yeah. And Rockwell actually had Michael Jackson sing the backups. Yep. And he did that. I believe he was dating one of Michael Jackson's sisters or something. There was some tie-in there that he knew. And his dad, I think, was a famous producer, too. And yeah. so he knew Michael Jackson and was able to get Michael to sing the backup on that song. Yeah, that could be. Do you feel like somebody's always watching you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, I kind of do. Yeah. We're kind of it's kind of off the topic. We were talking about that at work today, how <clears throat> when you're talking about an item or a topic and you pull up Facebook and what you were just talking about shows up in the I, I was just going to say, it's, it's Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Google Home or... Yeah, so actually, somebody probably is always watching us. <laughs> yeah. Our and and another honorable mention. I've got uh, "Love Potion" number nine by The Searchers. Yeah, so. good song. Yeah, I mean, the movie was kind of good too. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw oh, the movie. Uh, I think it was Sandra Bullock was in it. Yeah. Yeah. Ne- never saw that movie. Uh, did you have any other honorable mentions, or was that it for that? Uh, for the novelty ones. Nope. This or... is this is for like the commercial. Oh, ones. okay, gotcha. And I think we um, I think we touched all those. Let's see. Um, I think that's all I've got right now. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. Okay, and like I said, we're going to try to put links to all these songs out there. So uh, we'll we'll put our top ten list out there as well. Maybe we can make a YouTube playlist and then just share that. Look at you getting all technical on us. That would be... Pretty cool. If we just don't do navigate away from it, or you're, it'll stop on you. Plus, you got to make all the yeah, ads. and it's going to have commercials in the middle of the song. <laughs> but we'll still try to do that. See the way I promoted YouTube after I bashed on that's them? right. All right. Well, we've got our top ten novelty songs, and I think we even have a couple honorable mentions here. So I'm going to start again with the ten and work our way up. Number 10, and it's kind of obscure. Uh, I like this song. I heard it because my dad liked this song, so I knew of the song. Uh, but it's called The Thing by Phil Harris. Uh, the old crooner is uh, running around with Jack Benny, and uh, it's kind of a goofy little novelty song and about a guy who finds a box, and he opens it up, and they ne- you never know what's in the box because he'll walk in, and the guy will say, get out of here with that, and they'll play the drum, bump, bump, bump. Before I throw you out. And so you never know what's in the box. In the box, yeah. He's just always talking about it. Every time he goes to say what's in the box, or somebody is, they play the drum. So you have no idea what's in the box. <laughs> so that's number 10. Okay. Number 9, The Haunted House by Gene Simmons. No, not from Kiss. That's <laughs> Jumpin' Gene Simmons. Because the first time I looked that song up, that was another song that my dad really liked too. And it's just a goofy song from the late 50s, early 60s about a guy at a haunted house and the ghost comes up and he drinks the hot grease out of the pan and does all this crazy stuff. But it would be interesting to hear Kiss do a remake of that, though. Yeah. I'm sure for the right money, they'll do just about anything. I think they will. They're very good marketers. <laughs> they are excellent marketers. Uh, number eight on our list comes the least scariest theme song from a horror movie ever. And this is from the movie The Blob from the 50s. 
And I believe this is the first uh, movie that had uh, Stephen, Steve McQueen as the lead. I think that's where he got his start. Hmm. And um, Never seen it. Yep. The Blob. And it was done by the Five Blobs. That's the name of it. It was a studio musicians. They put together a little band. They called themselves the Five Blobs. But uh, Were they later the Monkees? <laughs> could have been. Yeah, but the little song, Beware of the Blob, it creeps and creeps. And crawls around on the floor. So stuff like that. And it's just like, it's not scary for a movie that's supposed to be scary. But Sounds like Speed Racer yeah. or something. The Blob. Number seven. I have the theme from The Monsters by Jack Marshall. Yep. Always a good. It just puts me in a good mood. I believe there was a band not too long ago that also... Uh, yes. that. Uma Thurman is the name of the song. Yeah, they did. And oh, well, I tell goodness. you what, I'll move on. And if you find out what it is, you can jump in with yeah, that. Yeah, and you know, I'm sad because I should know that off the top. So of my head. number six from the Chipmunk fame, David Seville. This was before he got the Chipmunks yeah. going with the Witch Doctor. Bum, 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 I remember bum, that my song. friend, the Witch Doctor. He was in love with you. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah. Ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Yep, I know that one. Number. You want, you want to take any jabs at the uh, Uma Therma song now? I don't, I can't think of the name. I know the group, and yeah. that's going to drive me nuts, but go ahead. It's, I don't know. it's Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. I think of Radioactive something. I'm like, no, no, it's Fallout Boy. <laughs> oh, yep, Fallout Boy. Good song. Yep. Five is just the theme from the movie Halloween. Which is a great It is a soundtrack. great song. You can't hear that song without thinking no, Halloween. spookiness. Because <laughs> it's the Halloween soundtrack. Yep. Number four, we have The Addams Family yep. by Vic Mizzy. So yep. from The Addams, they're creaky and they're kooky. Yep. They're all together. <laughs> I think that's the problem with a lot of the songs. There's not enough snapping in songs. Yeah, if you had more finger snapping. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Look at that. Look how fun that was. We were very syncopated. <laughs> yes. Synchronized. Number three. We've got Sheb Woolley, the purple people eater. Yep. One eyed, one horn, flying purple people eater. Number two. This is from a more current movie by Danny Elfman. This is Halloween. Yeah. Good song. See, I do not care for that song. I, I don't care for that this movie. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I like it. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, weird show. Very but, weird uh, show. I do like the. I do like the song. And the number one novelty song for your Halloween playlist is by Bobby Boris Pickett, "The Monster Mash." Yep, it was the, a graveyard smash. You don't happen to have the year for that, do you? Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm thinking around 1975, but I thought it was earlier than that. For oh, some was it? reason, I maybe that's so. when I first. Heard it or I thought so, but no. I'll I'll see if I can find it before this episode's over. But uh yeah. yeah. I do have a honorable mention and it's one that probably very few people know and it it's Halloween to me because I had a record would play it around then. But it was called King Kong Your Song. 
And it was by Peter Ferreira and Bobby Boris Pickett. And it was had a disco sound to it. My dad would gripe. He hated it. He's like, what is that garbage? And I would just play that record as soon as that song's over. I'd pick up the needle, bring it over, and drop it back down. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you played it for me, and I'm not so sure about it. <laughs> it, it it's, it's awful. But I like it because it makes me think of being a kid. So, yeah. I will put that out there as well. We'll, we'll do a playlist <laughs> of these as well. Yeah. I was way off on the uh, Monster Mash. I was thinking the f- probably 58. No, 62. 62. Yeah. Okay. That's a year after I was born. Okay. So, 62. I don't remember. So, that was our top 10 list of novelty Halloween songs. Uh, once again, we'll try to put together. That was a good idea for the uh, YouTube playlist. Yeah. And we'll throw that out there for you. We'll do mm-hmm. a, a couple. We'll do the, uh, maybe try to put the honorable mentions on there as well. And, uh, you know, you're out running around trying to get maybe in uh Halloween spirit, you can throw on one of these playlists or both of them and, and listen to them and get yourself in the mood for Halloween. I had a couple of little honorable mentions here. Oh, yep. Go ahead. Um, uh, one is the, uh, in I think it was like fifth grade in music class, our teacher played this thing called the Banshee. Yeah. Well, it turns out it was written by Henry Cowell in 1925. And what it is, is they opened the back of a piano, uh, a grand piano, and the dude just like ran his hands over the strings and plucked on the strings and it made a very eerie sound. It was almost more like sound effects than it was music. But as we were like researching this, we kind of looked at a more, somebody redid it here recently and they, they actually had sheet music laying in the piano. Um, I couldn't really see, you know, how they were counting the music or how they were doing that, but uh, they were playing it to a piece of sheet music. Hmm. Um, it was it was weird sounding, it, eerie sounding. And it does sound very Halloween-y. Yes, yes, it does. And then the other one is, this is not a Halloween song, but uh, my daughter still kind of uh, freaks out when she hears it because it was in the movie Insidious. And it's Never saw that? Yeah, it's Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim. <laughs> uh, which tip-toe maybe we'll throw that in the playlist the too. So, so that... <laughs> yeah, it's a very weird song. Well, he was a very weird dude. Yes, so. he was. Yeah, go back to YouTube and look up Tiny Tim and watch some videos of him. Yeah, he, he had a, a song on uh, SpongeBob as well. Yeah. but uh, So I think that wraps up our songs, our playlist to come up with here for Halloween. And once again, we'll throw those out there so you all can enjoy it. Cool. Um, staying with Halloween now. So let's say... You want to stay in, try to watch some things on television to, to maybe get you into the spirit of Halloween as well. Kind of came up with our top 10 list of TV shows. Now, this may be a show that's actually on TV or it could be a TV special, but just our top 10 of shows that you can try to stream either off of Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime. A lot of these are out there. Um, and these are just some of the, the top 10 that we have. And uh, we'll start off here with number 10. I don't know. You're more familiar with number 10, so I might let you take the lead on that a little bit. But Night Stalker. Yeah, Night Stalker. Um, It was kind of one of those shows, kind of like Twilight Zone, where the guy would come on and tell us a little story about this person. And I can remember one in particular where this person turned into like a a worm or a slug, and they were (laughs) in this person's house. And you would see this trail through the house and he was huge it wasn't just a little teeny worm it was this big thick like a python type thing 
that was going through the house. I don't even remember what happened, but I remember watching the Night Stalker, you know, for many years, and it, it always kind of creeped me out. So, so yeah, Night, Night Stalker makes it as number 10 for me. And well, number nine, this is going to segue right into that. We put, we got the Twilight Zone. And pretty much any episode of the Twilight Zone will put you in kind of a Halloween mood. Uh, I remember there was a couple. The one that freaked me out the most as a kid was the one with the doll. The little girl wants a doll. Her dad doesn't want her to buy it. She gets it. It's a talking doll. It says, you know, my name's whatever the doll's name is. Mary, and I love you. And they're all, oh, he got the doll. And they all leave. And the dad's sitting there. And he picks the doll up and says, a stupid doll. It says, my name's Mary. And I don't think I like you. And he's like, oh, that's real funny. How'd you get the doll to do that? That's hilarious. <laughs> I remember that one. Later on, it's like, my name's you know, Mary, and I'm going to kill you. And it's it, so the dad's trying to, he keeps trying to destroy it. He lights it on fire and burns it up. He <laughs> buries it. It keeps showing up everywhere. And the end of the episode has him hearing a noise and he walks out and goes to step down on the stair to go downstairs. The doll's there. He steps on the doll, falls down the stairs. It kills him. He's laying there and the, the family comes running out and they all go down and the little girl picks up the doll and says, my name's Mary. And you better be nice to me. And oh, as a kid, I, this, it freaked me out. And I hate movies with dolls in it to this day. I can't stand them. <laughs> dolls were creepy anyway, and that just kind of uh, made all my fears real. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was number nine, Twilight Zone. Once again, just about any episode. Uh, number eight for me, one of the specials that would come on all the time, the Disney animated The Legend of Sleepy Hollow with yep, Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. Love that episode. I can remember listening to that in school. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I always liked the the Headless Horseman. Yep. and Headless Horseman was uh, There was good. a movie of that later with Johnny Depp that was actually pretty good, too. Yes, there was. Um, so that was uh, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It was eight. Seven. Uh, I have Looney Tunes Halloween special. It was like a 30-minute one, and I think you had one of the ones just listed as well. I did. Um, but so, so the Halloween special usually had Bugs Bunny... And he was uh, kind of coming up against the witch with Hansel and Gretel. And they're at the house. The little fat kids are eating their house. And <laughs> she tries to take them. And he lets them go free. And then he's, uh, you know, trying to best the witch, which he always does. Yep. Another one where he's at the witch's house again. She's got him and is going to make him into yeah. stew. And stew. Fight, yeah. You know, they're fighting each other. And uh, he gets at the end. He has this little hand grenade. And he throws it. It's a potion. Poof. And it turns her into a good-looking girl bunny. <laughs> and they're walking away, and she goes, <laughs> and Bugs Bunny's tagline, which you could never do today, but he always turns, he turns to the screen and just says, well, aren't they all a little witch inside? <laughs> but, no, you can't say that but now. But it was funny, and as a kid, I loved the show. <laughs> which and makes it okay, too. And when the, yes, which that's our, it's funny, so that makes it okay. And I do remember, too, whenever the witch would grab her broom, she would jump up and kick, click her heels together and take off, and there would be like two or three hairpins that yeah, would spin like, around in the air. <laughs> Yep, they would. And then, around. of course, yep. And then there was uh, Transylvania six five thousand one ever. So oh, that's, awesome. that's right there where Bugs uh, spends the night in a castle in Transylvania, and he encounters a bat that looks uh, that. And he sprays it with bug killer first. <laughs> yeah, and then him and the bat can they go into this hole? It turns into a, dry, a vampire, vampire yeah. and a, back to a bat, but uh, hilarious. Uh, you wouldn't one. hit a bat with glasses, would you? <laughs> <laughs> after he had turned into a baseball bat, yeah. Uh, definitely recommend that one. If that you, is, I think it is. On, I think it's on YouTube actually. Oh, it's man, fantastic. YouTube's getting a lot of press tonight. Yes, they are. 
But uh, yeah, Transylvania 65,000, excellent. All, all of the Looney Tunes, I'm, I'm always up for, though. And, and then we've got, um, and, and again, like some of these you can watch. Uh, I don't know about The Office. The Office is our number six. They have some really good Halloween specials. I remember the one where Jim just comes in and he's got three black circles on his shirt cut out. They're like, what are you? I'm three-hole punch Jim. <laughs> that was it. And then there was the one after uh, the Batman movie where Heath Ledger played the Joker. And they've got Dwight and oh, and Kevin like, yeah. and Creed, they're all dressed up as the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was just some great episodes from The Office. Yeah, as I love far Kevin as, as the Joker. <laughs> the Halloween the Halloween episodes um, going on there. Yep. And then we have, uh, for number five, The Simpsons. And there, if, if you have not watched any of The Simpsons Halloween, whether you like The Simpsons or not, some people like them, some yeah. don't. I just they, have, you know, The Simpsons, we were talking about that last night, and it's been on for over like 30 years, and... Honestly, I've I may have seen one in passing, but I've never really watched The Simpsons. They have got some great Halloween episodes. They spoof a lot of shows. They they spoof a Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, they spoof. There was a uh, episode. There was a movie with Christopher Walken where he I don't know what happened, but he was able to if he touched somebody, he could foresee their future and tell was that how the they dead would zone. Die. That might have been the Dead Zone. It came out like in eighty, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, right around there. So they spoofed that with Ned where he sees how everybody's going to die and him and Homer are going at it and, you know, trying. He, he sees himself killing Homer and he's trying not to kill Homer. And then there's one where Homer travels to a different time or goes back in time and he accidentally kills a bug in the dinosaur age and then it changes the future and he keeps trying to go back and change it. And, yeah. Um, there's, so there's just some really good episodes, some some funny episodes. Yeah, unfortunately, but, yeah, like I said, I've never really. Those watched are some good those. ones to watch. Yeah. Uh, number four is Frasier. Yeah, that's that that one. Now we're getting into some of my top favorite ones. Uh, Frasier, uh, Frasier had a number of good Halloween episodes, but there's one in particular that that stands out in my mind, and uh, it's from season nine. It was episode six of season nine. And it's where <clears throat> Frazier's going to have a party, and he uh, tells everyone that they should dress as their favorite hero. So he, he dresses as Sigmund Freud, and it's hilarious because everybody that he encounters doesn't know who he is. <laughs> and I remember he walks in the first time, and uh, he's standing there, and Daphne goes, oh, you look, you look just like him. And Frazier goes, who? And he goes, she goes, you, him. <laughs> And uh, Fidel Castro. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm Sigmund Freud. But so anyways, <clears throat> the show goes on. I how indignant he gets about stuff too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he gets he gets furious about it. But it goes on to, and, and she's telling him about how the kids in the apartment building are afraid of old man, Cran, old man Crane. And uh, Fraser thinks she's talking about his dad. And he goes, she goes, no, it's you. And he goes, well, who would be saying that about, about me? And then it shows the dad out in the hall talking to all these kids Tell them they better be quiet because they know how old man, I can't say it, old man Crane is. And uh, he goes, especially on Halloween, or as he likes to call it, Harvest Day. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so he's telling these kids that that Frazier is, uh, when he's touching them on the head, that he's feeling their head to see if their brains are ripe (laughs) so that he can take off their scalp and scoop the brains out. Oh, but the show goes on, yeah, and he's ended up trying. He's trying to pull a wig off of Niles, 
And the kids see him and thinks he's trying to pull the head off and all this. It's hilarious. Fantastic. So definitely recommend the Frasier episode. All right. Well, number three on our list are any of the Roseanne Halloween specials. Now, I never watched Roseanne. I don't know if I've ever watched a full episode of Roseanne. I do know or I have watched a few bits and pieces of the Halloween episodes. And I know that they do pull out all the stops. And I believe I read that you can watch all of the Roseanne Halloween episodes if you have Amazon. So you can log in and just start off and and binge watch some Roseanne uh, Halloween episodes. Yeah, it was fun. It's funny. Um, I was never a huge Roseanne fan either. Um, You know, there were some episodes that were funny. I I didn't watch it a lot. Um, But it was like a lot of shows with Halloween shows too. A lot of times the opening segment was always just killer. And I know of at least two I can remember of Roseanne that were, man, the production on them was great. It was hilarious. So, uh, yeah, there, you could probably find some good Roseanne shows uh, to watch for Halloween. Our number two on the list, Home Improvement. They had some fantastic Halloween episodes, uh, some really good ones. And those right now, I believe, are on Hulu. So you can watch all of the uh, Halloween episodes from uh, Home Improvement as well. And the, 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 I may very, do that. <laughs> the very first one that they came out with in 92, that was a great one where he dressed up like Nana Stein and uh, they have Al's head just in the toolbox and they have a, a haunted uh, house at the house for the kids and the kids come over and there's one smart aleck kid who's ruining it for everybody and they scare him real bad. Yeah. That's a great one. There was another episode, I think it was from 96. Uh, I don't know what season, maybe season four. Where they're trying to get the two older boys, they've been playing pranks on the youngest, so they all gear up and they they tell uh, the two older boys that uh, that the people that own the house there before them, the one of the kids went crazy and killed his brother and was put in a asylum, and Tim has a friend of his come by and act like he's that guy, and they even had a fake newspaper, but it's just it's just awesome. Yeah, I love that yeah. one. And then the other one that they had that was really good was. Uh, they kept telling uh, Tim. They started. He started getting letters from a, a, a quote unquote, you know, woman fan that was infatuated with him. Was yep, leaving a I red rose it. everywhere, and uh, it was just his wife Jill was was uh, putting on, and uh, they had him scared to death, thinking that somebody was going to kill him. So that was that was a great episode. Yeah, the Home Improvement Halloween episodes are fantastic. Yeah, love them. Yep, those those definitely rank right up there. That's why we have it at number two. Number two. And drumroll, our number one Halloween episode, The Great Pumpkin. Charlie uh, Brown. Some people yeah. are not a fan of Charlie Brown and they think it's simplistic. I absolutely love The Great Pumpkin and I love Charlie Brown. I think it's the simplicity that I like oh, about I do it. Oh, I too. It's just, and maybe it's because it's a simpler time. It takes me back to when I was a kid. I'm sure kids nowadays probably are like, I can't, this is boring. I can't watch this. I absolutely love it. The whole thing where they have the party, Charlie Brown comes in, Snoopy's, the World War One flying ace going through, um, and, um, you know, the kids are all dancing, they go trick-or-treating, you know, everybody, yeah. what'd you get? You know, I got a candy bar, I got a taffy apple. Charlie Brown got a rock. So You can't uh, help but feel bad for him. No, no. <laughs> And I think he symbolizes most of our adult lifehood. So, <laughs> that's how we all feel. We, we, life has just given us one rock after another into the bank. Well, not to mention that he tried to make a, a ghost sheet with two eyes. He ends up, he's got like the whole sheet's full of holes because I know it. he couldn't handle the scissors either. Um, 
Yeah, I'm sure there's some metaphor to life in that that we could go into, but it, to me, it's just good memories, um, fun, the anticipation, because you'd see the commercial, you know, on TV. This is back when you had three channels. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, the you know, you'd see the commercial Thursday night at 7, Charlie Brown, yeah. or it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. And, and there wasn't just, even a v- VCR or recording devices. You couldn't just watch it on demand. It was like, you had one shot. Yeah, and you had to be I home. one shot to get it. And heaven forbid, if you if you screwed up and did something and get grounded from the TV, it's like, no, you can't take this away from yeah. me. I gotta have my special cartoons that's only on once a year. Yeah, there was no recording, no streaming. It was you got that night to watch it. They usually, you know, there was no replays of it. Yeah. It was like, and when I hear or when I think of Charlie Brown or I watch that, I'm always thinking back to the the one commercial. There may be more. Dolly Madison. The yeah. Dolly Madison commercials where the Charlie Brown character sometimes would even come out and, and pitch for the, the different Dolly Madison. Do they Madison. still exist? I don't know that Dolly Madison is still around or not. So it'd be Dolly Madison would be comparable to the Hostess, Hostess or Little Debbie. Little Debbie. Um, they, were, they were a little... Little Debbie was kind of... Uh, she was cheap. That's <laughs> <laughs> not nice. <laughs> but it's funny. So, <laughs> so that's, I, that's what we had growing up. Little Debbie. I had Little Debbie. Did you did you eat any uh, little Dolly Madison cakes? Well, again, we we usually got the the little Debbie snack cakes because they were. Now my dad would get Twinkies. My dad was a Twinkie guy. Um, but the the Dolly Madison. Let's see what was their big ones. It was the the cupcake with the brown icing and then the white swirls Oops. on it. Wasn't that Dolly Madison? Well, see the thing is they had and didn't they, they have the red coconut this... zinger looking yes. things? Yes, um, I think they were raspberry. And they, yeah, they were zingers. See, I didn't like coconut, so I didn't like those. Oh, I loved it. It was started, I just pulled it up real quick here. I'm trying to think what other. Uh, it was a bakery started in 1937. Um, it appeared in the 1932 movie Officer 13. Oh. Uh, and was named after Dolly Madison, the wife of President James Madison. I did know that. Um, this brand was among the products that were liquidated by Hostess. So Hostess, Hostess. bought them. Okay. And... Um, it said, due to its announced plans to go out of business on November 16, 2012. Um, so yeah, so Hostess killed it. Uh, but yeah, they had, um, uh, yeah, they had the zingers and they had different Hostess type cakes. Um, yeah, we're like you. We usually got the Hostess. Uh, particularly love the Ding Dongs and the Suzy Q's. Those were always big ones yep. in our house. Yep, love the love the Dolly Madison commercials. Yep. But, uh, that anticipation of seeing that, because you'd start seeing it like you know early, not early, but a few weeks before Halloween, you'd start anticipating. You know, the Dolly Madison commercial is going to come on, the Charlie Brown show is going to come on. I don't know, just a great memory. Well, well, and that segue perfect's where I want to go next because not only that, about three weeks out, you'll start seeing, or maybe even a month, the first of October, at school, you'd start seeing a lot of the decorations for Halloween, and I started thinking about you know some of the stuff you'd see. One of the things they had, and I'll put a picture because it's kind of hard to explain, but we would, they would put up the, they were called like melted plastic popcorn Halloween de- decorations. They were like a big witch's head or a big uh, jack-o'-lantern, and it was like little plastic that would put on it and melted, so it melted the, the colors together, mm-hmm. and they would hang those. Or they had a witch or a pumpkin with arms and legs, and they were jointed. Skeleton. Skeleton, and they were jointed, and they would hang those at different, put them up in the... In the windows, we'd see those there. Yeah, and then of course, you know, in art class, we would make oh yeah different. 
I remember my first art class in Illinois after we moved here in 1969, the summer of 69. Um, we made uh, paper mache witches. <laughs> paper mache witches. Yep. So that was my first experience with paper mache. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was also Halloween decorations. Interesting. Maybe I just made a witch. I don't know. I don't know why I made a witch. <laughs> Maybe you can make a ghost. My ghost would have probably looked like Charlie Brown with all the little holes yep. in it. <laughs> yeah, we, we made little little ghosts, different things like that. But yeah, art class art. and music music class. You would start doing, you know, music Christmas or Christmas. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but no, you start doing Halloween music. Like, uh, <clears throat> you know, usually late September, early October, you start doing Halloween music. Yep. Uh, and that song I mentioned earlier, the Banshee, that was in my music class. And I think she turned the lights out and we sat and listened to that kind of eerie thing. I think she wanted to send us home and we'd have dreams. I, I was going to say, you have a sadistic music teacher. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a creepy sound. You heard it's it. It's a very creepy sound. <laughs> but, yeah, so also in school, we would, you know, you'd start after you get all the decorations going, everything going. Uh, the actual Halloween day, or if it was on the weekend, it'd be the Friday before. Right. We would have the big Halloween party. Yep. Now, for us in grade school... We would do a costume parade where we would either line up, sometimes in the hallway, or sometimes we'd go to the gym and they'd have all the classes stand up against the wall. And then each class, they'd call out the great, you know, first graders, and the first graders would get a walk all the way around the gym so everybody got to see what costumes that you had. And then they'd go stand up against the wall. And second grade, they'd go, so everybody show off all the costumes that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always a big deal. We were like that. And of course, you know, we'd either listen to, like you said, the, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Sometimes we'd watch a film, and I remember watching The Legend of Sleepy mm-hmm. Hollow as an actual film where you got the projector and the, right, but right. <laughs> and then it would the reel would quit, and you had to switch the reel too, and you had to <laughs> yeah, or the film would stop and it would melt. Yeah, <laughs> and all the kids ah! <laughs> so yeah, we'd get to watch a movie. They'd pop popcorn and make uh, Kool Aid. Um, and then somebody would always burn the popcorn because it wasn't microwave; it was actual, you know, air pop popcorn, or they'd pop it in the cafeteria. Yeah, in the cafeteria, oil yeah. pop popcorn. Yeah, <clears throat> you mentioned that. I'm trying for life of me. I I cannot recall doing the parade, even though I'm, I'm sure we probably did. Uh, but it is not. It's yep. weird that that is not. We didn't. It was a big head. deal. That was always a big deal. Trying to oh, what are we going to dress up for for our parade? And you know, oh, get to march around, show everybody what you. What you wore, what you dressed up as, so that was the big deal. I think my kids did that. Yeah, but and then then the Halloween party that was just again. Anytime I was in school where I wasn't actually doing work, <clears throat> I was all for that. That's that was a good day. Yeah, and we've talked about that. That was kind of the fun of coming back to school in the fall. Yep, because that was your first big thing coming up. Halloween, you know, we're gonna start decorating. And, and Halloween was kind of the first kickoff to like the holiday season. Because then after Halloween, yeah, we're gonna get into that, but it's. It's Thanksgiving, and then you're gearing up to Christmas, and so it's just all the fun stuff you were going through. And um, then five months of nothing. Uh, yeah, and then a lot of nothing. Especially in Illinois. Well, even in that, though, because you'd have school, especially when you were in grade school, you'd get the you know, Valentine's and some other. So there was True. always something. There was around. something, yeah. Us. yeah. Not like adulthood, where there's just nothing. <laughs> but I guess we could have parties at work. <laughs> Co- Maybe we should try everybody that. put on costumes yeah. and go walk around the start a movie and go do our <laughs> costume parade at work. <laughs> I'd be scared what some of the costumes would be. So, and now when I was in, uh, I went to a couple different grade schools. At one of the grade schools, the grade school actually put on now it was after school, but I remember they decorated 
the gym up and made a haunted house in the gym. And so mm-hmm. then we could go, we went back and we would go through it at night. Um, did you guys ever do any haunted houses or anything <clears throat> like that? We didn't. I mean, there was, uh, I remember they used to put a haunted house in town in, um, you know where my, um, there's a Ford dealership in town here <laughs> and, uh, there used to be a grocery store and drugstore in there. Well, the drugstore moved, and in the building where that was, some organization set up a haunted house there. The JCs That or was something. a little more kid-friendly than okay. some of the other haunted houses, and we would do that. When I, was a, when I was a kid, my mom and dad went over at my aunt's house, and they made a haunted house in the basement. And um, <laughs> I can't remember what it was for, if it was just for friends or something, but uh, my dad was... Uh, a Dracula, and they'd made a coffin, a wooden coffin. So my dad was Dracula, and he laid in there, and he kicked the the coffin lid up and sit up. My mom was the Bride of Frankenstein. I think my aunt was a mummy. My uncle was a big guy. He was probably six three, six four. And in this old house in Eureka, they had uh, the basement. And they had one room that was kind of a oh, kind of like a, a canning cellar, like they used to have. You know, the wooden door you'd open it up. It's kind of dirt floor, and that's where they put cans and jars and stuff when they would can them but it was pitch black there was no light in there mm-hmm. and so what they did uh, they had a couple kids came and trick-or-treat we didn't know them i mean my parents didn't know them and they said oh here we go and they saw like what are you dressed up for well my parents told them oh we got a haunted house haunted house and they're like that can't be scary so they had them go down there through it and what happens is they were getting kind of scared well the door where my uncle was was towards the exit like you go back upstairs to go out but what they didn't see is my dad had snuck over and what he would do is he would get close to that and my uncle would just crack open that door and when they would get there, my dad would just push those kids and they fell into the door and then they shut the door and it's pitch black. And again, my uncle's like 6'4", <laughs> and all he had was they had stuck this giant eyeball in the middle of his forehead that glowed in the dark. So when he went in, all you see is this, at about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, this giant red glowing eye is walking towards you. <laughs> These kids are screaming, beating <laughs> on the door, saying they're going to tell their parents they let them out. My mom and dad are like, we're going to get the cops called off. <laughs> you couldn't do that today. This was in the early 70s, yeah, so it was yeah. safe. They they got what they deserved. But that was a, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. We did the, the, how, the haunted house. and uh, Again, I didn't go to a lot of haunted houses. We did the one at the school and then the one there, but uh, that was some of the stuff that we did. Like the haunted houses that you went to, do you remember any of the stuff they had? And I'm like, I can remember as a young, well, I think even as I got older and we would still go to haunted houses, they would have the, you know, stick your hand in a thing and it's full of grapes and they're called eyeballs. Or we uh, did that at Chef our house. Chef Boyardee spaghetti yep. and it was brains. Yeah, brains. You know? Yep. Um, so yeah, they would have different things you stick yep, your hands in. We did that. And, and I think pudding one time too with stuff in it. It was just goopy and gross. Yeah, we did that. Yep. I remember, actually, I remember one year my wife, uh, she, um, I believe she, I have to ask her this, I believe she organized, this is kind of impromptu, she, for Halloween, organized a, um, kind of a, it was more of the haunted woods, and we went out by the cemetery out there at the park on, outside the edge of town, and there's woods adjacent to that, and we set up uh, a walk through the woods, and we had people like hiding in trees, <laughs> and we had, Interesting. we had things, you know, a scarecrow hanging from a tree, and we had different stuff to scare people as they went through the woods um but yeah that was a lot of fun it was that was a, a good time but what so anything else that you did around the halloween times or i, I got a couple others but uh 
Like we, my mom set up a scavenger. This wasn't on Halloween. It was real close. We had to get together, set up a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. So you have to go run around and find certain items. That was always a good time. Yeah. Um, hay rides. You ever go on any? Hay oh yeah, rides? yeah. We went on hay rides. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't think I went on a hay ride until I was older, though. Um, that was probably. I think I was dating. I, I think I was dating my wife. Uh, so yeah, I think I before I ever even was on a hay ride. Uh, but but that was always a lot of fun. Hay rides. Yeah. yeah. They play music, and you go. Usually, you get back. They have a big bonfire going. You get oh, some s'mores. apple cider and s'mores and hot dogs and different things. So yeah. I always like the hay ride. I still enjoy that. Fall fall is my favorite time of year, and that that just ties right into it. You now, know? now, one thing they do around here that I've always wanted to do is they do the zombie paintball. Yeah, that would be fun. Where we they, talked they, about that. Yeah, they they have like a, a hay ride or, or wagon that you get on, and a lot of times they're double decked, so you can get up on the top. And they drive you through the paintball area, and it's all set up spooky. And they have people that volunteer that dress up as zombies, and they try to attack the wagon. And you got to shoot them with paintballs. And I always thought that would just be it does an absolute fun. blast. But uh, we may have to. It seems like every year we try to do that. It rains on the <laughs> day does. that we want to go. But, um, uh, and actually, there there are still some good. Uh, there's a lot of. I mean, the haunted houses have really stepped up their game nowadays. Oh, they are. They're insane. Uh, we went to one two years ago, and it was. It was pretty intense, was and it? the line for it, I think we were in line over two hours for it um, to, well, and, to, to and, just get started. Yeah, and in our area, in another town not too far away, they have the old, they used to have the state mental hospital, and they will do that up every year, or they used to. I yeah, don't I think know, they, they tore it down did. now. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. Well, but, uh, but yeah, this <clears throat> this one out in Market Heights is the, uh, um, yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing setup that they've got, and... It's the town's big event every year. I mean, and crazy organized. Yeah, I didn't go to a lot of haunted houses. I'm not a huge fan of like horror. <laughs> That's not my thing. But um, yeah, I showed him a clip a earlier <laughs> of a little cannibal doll chasing around. It we'll talk about out. this in a little bit, but yeah, and uh, I think, yeah, I think he's going to go home and uh, lose some sleep tonight. That's, that's the next episode. You'll have to tune in to hear what freaked me out bad. <laughs> uh, so you have to tune in next week to find that one out. But. Uh, <laughs> I still don't like those little dolls. They're freaky. <laughs> um, yeah, and as far as, you know, you know, memory, it's funny. You know, a lot of my, you know, a lot of the stuff we talk about with Halloween is our memories. And, um, you know, you talk about decorations. There's one particular, I just remember, it was like, it was almost like Christmas. When you set up the Christmas tree, it was kind of the start of the Christmas season. There was this one, my mom had this orange, uh, obviously, a pumpkin, uh, pumpkin light that had the black stand mm-hmm. and very simple. But she would set it on our old console stereo in the window, plug it in, and it's like, it's like, cool, it's Halloween. We get to, you know, we're starting that season now. Yep. It was just a, a good time. Yep. And, uh, you know, we've already, we've already hit on that we enjoyed uh, with uh, our kids, and uh, they got to hang out, and we would take them trick-or-treating and stuff. And just a good time, good memories. All right, well, I think that about wraps up all the Halloween talk for this episode. Yeah. Now we're going to go into and we're going to kick off uh, what we're going to be celebrating in this upcoming week. Um, But before we do that, next week's episode is also going to be about Halloween. And uh, we'll kind of give you a little preview here. So if any of you do want to shoot us an email or direct message us with some of uh, your stuff, we'd be happy to take a look at that. So... We're going to be talking about costumes, best and worst. Maybe what were some of your best or worst costumes that you had. We're going to be doing a draft of the best and worst Halloween treats. The Halloween candy draft. 
So you can also feel free to shoot us some information about that. Um, talking about Halloween hijinks. Did you guys do anything that got you in trouble? And if so, was it funny? <laughs> and what kind of trouble did you do? So if you want to shoot us some information about that, we'd be interested to know. And then also we're probably going to touch on some Halloween movies. Uh, once again, just trying to get getting real close to Halloween and uh, seeing what we got to watch as well. So just a heads up. Once again, you can email us. It's funny at comic.com or direct message us at our Facebook. It's funny. That makes it okay. Awesome. Um, so this upcoming week, all right. Have, what, what are we celebrating? What stupid, dumb holidays this week are we celebrating? Well, on Monday, October 21st, you get your choice of two holidays. So you can do them both or you can pick and choose. Um, the first one is national, not international. This is just for us locally, I guess, on the United States, on the continent. <laughs> national Clean Out Your Virtual Desktop Day. Okay. So if your virtual desktop has gotten cluttered, uh, and you need to clean it out, um, well, Monday is your day to do it. So um, I like that. I like nice, clean uh, virtual desktops with yep. very few buttons on it. So if you're like some people I've seen and you filled up two screens full of icons, maybe it's time to downsize. Uh, so take that day, clean up that virtual desktop, get it down to a row of icons, and, and enjoy. Then you can see your wallpaper on your computer, for those of you that still use computers. <laughs> Um, and then the other thing on that day is Count Your Buttons Day. Count Your Buttons Day. Yeah. So this says, um, as far as made-up holidays go, this one's a head-scratcher. It's unclear what the unknown creators of this unofficial holiday aim to do. Maybe they wanted people to count the buttons in their button stash or count the number of buttons on their shirt. Or perhaps they hope people would spend the day counting buttons on the electrical appliances they come across. Uh, so some ways you can celebrate this one is start a button collection. Um, you could count all the buttons in your sewing kit. <laughs> Do you have a sewing kit? I got three. Okay. Do they have buttons? <laughs> one of them is ex- just nothing but buttons. That's all I've got. So I'll be I'll be busy all day that day. Or why not celebrate the day making sweet treats that look like buttons? Okay. You know what I think I should do on this day is <clears throat> find all my short pants that have buttons missing and uh, have somebody put them on. <laughs> Because uh, it seems like I have a lot of them. Uh, I thought of something that might be a little creepier on this holiday <laughs> is go around counting other people's buttons. <laughs> that might get you into some trouble. <laughs> hey, buddy, what are you doing? I just want to count your buttons. I'm just counting your buttons. It's yeah. National Count Count Your Buttons Day. Yeah, I'm just trying I'm to count counting. your buttons. <laughs> might get you punched in the nose. I don't know. It might. All right. So that's Monday the 21st. All right. Um... Tuesday, October 22nd, is Caps Lock Day. Now, it said here, Caps Locks Day, this day was created um, to celebrate Derek Arnold, who says created the Caps Locks in 2000. But it seems like the Caps Lock has been around for a lot longer than that. they were on typewriters. Well, that's what I'm looking here. In 1984, it says it debuted on the keyboard. So, I don't know <laughs> why... Well, I remember on manual typewriters, you could push the shift key down and slide it over and it would lock. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, what is going on? So I did a little research and I didn't really find a, a date or a person who was solely responsible for that. But for some reason, they Probably said... the same guy that invented the smiley face. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, he's taking credit for that. That's right. 
I invented the caps lock. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's regardless. It's to celebrate the caps lock day. Um, so what the caps lock button has been helping people express anger on Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> yeah, Instagram for for as long as they've been around, or confused older people who always do caps locks for everything. So, hey, Greg, what are you doing today? It's like uh, you don't need the caps locks all that when you're texting me. I'm good. So what are you supposed to do? <coughs> so what are you supposed to do on that day? So you can you can just turn the caps lock on, leave it. So it sounds like you're yelling at everybody you talk okay. to. Um, or you can just learn about the cap. Maybe find out when it was actually invented. Because this is a lie. That could really, <laughs> that could really mess up my password entering. <laughs> but you need, you've got to do it. So. Yeah. You won't be able to get into anything on that day. But anyway, October 22nd, Tuesday, is Caps Lock Day. All right. Well, to move on, on Wednesday, October 23rd, it's Mole Day. So what do you mole. think What do you think Mole Day is about? What would be your guess? Blemishes on your skin. Okay. That's a possibility. A little furry animal that tunnels through the ground eating grubs and tears up your yard. That's a possibility. Any other thoughts? Is it Mole <laughs> well, that is one of the things they say you could do on that day, but then I don't know. That's that's <laughs> it. I'm out on those two. Well, it's neither of those. <laughs> okay, okay. What Mole Day is is an unofficial holiday celebrated by chemists and chemistry students on October 23rd in honor of the mole, a measuring unit in chemistry. I had no idea. The mole measures. Chemical entities such as atoms or molecules. This explains why I don't know it. Yes, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> lost in this uh, little explanation. Yeah, so such as atoms or molecules, and it is formally defined as the amount of any substance that contains as many entities as there are atoms and 12 grams of carbon minus 12. Minus 12. <laughs> and there's a calculation that goes wrong with it if you want to know. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you, I zone completely out on all that, so... Yeah, it's observed from 6.02 a.m. to 6.02 like p.m. You're speaking gibberish. <laughs> so, yeah, it's observed from 6.02 a.m. to 6.02 p.m. So it's not even a full day. So ways you can celebrate this. Get your geek on for this day. Wear a mole t-shirt. And when someone asks you about it, explain the concept of mole to them. Okay. <laughs> Have a mole-themed party and serve guacamole. Guacamole. <laughs> and wear mole animal costumes. <laughs> that'd okay. Be an, that'd be an interesting party. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that that is uh, awesome. Okay. So, what's next? All right. Well, Thursday, October 24th. My baloney has a first name, and it's M-A-Y-E-R. It's baloney day. I thought the first name was O-S-C-A-R. Oh, maybe it is. See, I'm messing it up already. I think his last name's M-A-Y-E-R. I think you're right. But it's also known as Bologna, Bologna. So uh, you can say either one. And whoever, you know, saw B-O-L-O-G-N-A and said Bologna. I'm not sure why it's pronounced that way and not Bologna, but there we go. Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, do you like bologna? Uh, I've eaten plenty of bologna in my life. It's not a go-to food for me. Yep. Uh, it takes me back to when I was really poor. And we, we ate bologna. And it wasn't... Now, I mean, now you can get like turkey bologna, beef bologna. 
This was just baloney. It was just baloney. It was just whatever <clears throat> they could scrape off the countertop and press yeah. together. You might throw it in a skillet and fry it. And yeah, it my dad loved up. fried bologna. Loved it. I'm, I'm just not a fan. But anyway, it's the American bologna, and it's actually called bologna sausage, which I didn't know that, but it's that's the technical term. It's it's a sausage. Bologna sausage is the American version of the Italian mortadella sausage. And it actually gets its name from a city in Italy, the city of Bologna. So, what can you do to make, or to, uh, what can you do to celebrate? To make, well, you can make a sandwich. You can make a sandwich. What can you do to celebrate? You can make a sandwich. Make a bologna sandwich. Or whenever somebody says something you don't agree with, just yell, that's bologna! <laughs> or, quite possibly the most disgusting thing that we've come across so far, at least for me and the day, says, you can also celebrate this by making a bologna cake. Yeah. And the way to make a bologna cake is you alternate layers of bologna and cream cheese and you stack it together and then you smear cream cheese around the outside of it. I, I don't know who made that up or why you would ever want to do it, but there you go. Sounds disgusting. You could make... I, I didn't think there was a way to make bologna worse, but they found a way. <laughs> so, happy bologna day. All right. We'll have to enjoy that one. All right. Well, on... That was what, Thursday. That was Thursday. All right. Well, on Friday the 25th, I think last week we had Sweetest Day. We did. Well, this week on Friday, we have Sourest Day. Okay. And Sourest Day is a day to celebrate all things sour, people or foods. (laughs) I know some sour people. I know some sour people. (laughs) So it's basically what it says. So you you, uh, observe this day and ways you could uh, observe it or how you could celebrate this day is you could replace your daily beverages with sour beverages like limeade, buttermilk, or drinking vinegar. That sounds absolutely horrible, but keep going. Uh, you could have sour-tasting food all day long, have sour fruits for breakfast, and for lunch have lemon chicken. For dinner have some, I don't even know what this is, caviche? <laughs> okay. A grapefruit salad and a key lime pie for dessert, like that. I like lemon chicken and I like key lime pie, yeah. so... Bring sour candy to work for your coworkers. That's where the sour people are. <laughs> yeah, I think we want to sweeten them up. Or make a dessert that includes sour fruit or limes. Know someone who is grumpy or grouchy? <laughs> Do something nice for them and make them feel less sour. Okay. So that's Sourest Day. And that was Friday. That was Friday the 25th. All right. Well, Saturday, October 26th. Howl at the moon day and night day. <laughs> You're going to be super busy. All the 1201, you start howling and you do not stop. Day and night, you howl. Wow. Uh, so this is, the origin of this is unknown. So I don't know who, who invented it or why they do it. Um, and it said also there's no connection between the moon and a wolf howling. That's just made up for movies. There has nothing to do with the a wolf will howl at the moon. That's just made up. How do they know that? They asked the wolf. Did the wolves tell him? And he told them. <laughs> what about werewolves? <laughs> well, now werewolves do howl at the moon. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, you can get up. You can howl day and night. Um, you can go and you can learn about wolves. It also says you can take a night hike. Which I, I bet really, if you moon somebody, they would howl at you. They, they might howl if you did moon them. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Why don't you try that? <laughs> On that day, you could moon somebody and see if they howl at you. 
So there's several ways that you can celebrate this day. <laughs> take a walk or a hike, okay. <laughs> well, this says take a night hike, but it says you can howl at the moon day and night. So why wouldn't you just want to, you could just take a day hike. I mean, it depends. I guess you have to see, is the moon going to be out during the day or out at nighttime? I'm not sure I would celebrate that one. <laughs> I, yeah. I would, not gonna we've got a couple of duds today, but the, the for this upcoming week, I should say. So that was uh, Howl at the Moon Day and Night, Saturday, October 26th. Unless you do like uh, Snoopy and the Great Pumpkin and yeah. Schroeder's playing the piano and he lets out a howl and he covers his mouth real quick. <laughs> That's, that would be a good way to celebrate it. <laughs> Just a real quick howl. I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the last day of the week, Sunday, October 27th, is American. This isn't international. It's just American. American Beer Day. So. God bless America. Red, white, and blue. The amber ways of grain. All right. Well, so on this day, visit your favorite pub or bar and enjoy some American brewed beers because it's American Beer Day. We're not endorsing, endorsing drinking or being drunk. No. But if you go, you better drink American beer. Yes. On this day, at least. (laughs) And not international American beer. No. (laughs) National. So you can do this. Celebrate the day by visiting your local bar, sampling some American beers. Remember, you don't have to be in the United States to celebrate this unofficial holiday. Mm. Oh, all right. So I guess it could be international. Uh, If you're a home brewer, why not try to brew some American-style beers at home? Of course, don't forget to share with family and friends. There you go. And that is it on the holidays. So that was the holidays. Yeah. Well, that wraps up part one of our Halloween special. Uh, hopefully you all had a good time and, and bringing up some trips down memory lane. Like I said, next week we're going to be Halloween uh, heavy as well. Uh, talking about some of the fun and hijinks that you have at Halloween. So looking forward to talking to everybody next week and until then we hope everybody has a great week and we will see you down the line yep look us up on facebook to find some of the links to these things uh that we talked about today and feel free to direct message us or send us an email thanks again and we are out of here later well that's the show thanks again for listening to it's funny that makes it okay be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to itsfunnyatcomic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.